We hear in our gospel passage, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. A lot of times when I hear this particular passage, I immediately think of our need to pray for vocations. Vocations to the priesthood, vocations to religious life. And while that is true, it is not just for priests and those in religious life to share the good news, though. This harvest that we are talking about is a harvest for heaven, our ultimate goal. And even though priests and religious have their own special place in that plan of drawing more people to Christ, getting more people to heaven, all of us, in our own unique way, are called to be laborers. All of us are called to evangelize, to share the good news of the gospel with others. In our readings, we had about five times the word rejoice or rejoicing. And the reason is because of our relationship with the Lord and the gift that is offered to us that is heaven. And so we are all called to share that good news, to share that joy with others. And this process of evangelization can be intimidating. It can be like being sent out with no money bag, no sack, no sandals. We can feel like we're lambs among wolves, and that we're ill-equipped to be able to talk about Jesus with other people whether it be our friends or our family members or, even more terrifying, complete strangers. And yet, our Lord wishes for all of us to be able to share that joy with others, to draw others to relationship with Him. But what does that whole process look like? Well, at the very beginning, we have to be won over. We have to encounter the Lord. We have to decide to be followers of Christ. We need to choose to be in relationship We're already in relationship with the Lord. We are His creatures. Through the sacrament of baptism, we become adopted children of God. But children can ignore their parents. Do we choose to be in relationship with the Lord? Have we encountered our Lord? Do we spend time with Him in prayer? Are we won over? Do we want to follow the Lord even when nobody is looking? It's important for all of us to have that relationship with the Lord, to continuously encounter the Lord. Sometimes we think, oh, there's this one big conversion moment, and then everything is fine after that. But really, we have to continuously be encountering the Lord, continuously learning to hear His voice, continuously spending time with Him in prayer. There are great ways to be won over, if we haven't been won over yet. Um, Spending time in personal prayer for the Lord, who's truly present in the Eucharist, whether it be um, visiting here in the chapel, While our Lord is in the tabernacle, or most of the time here in the chapel, we have adoration with Jesus out in the monstrance. Uh, For us to see and to pray and to be in his presence, an opportunity for encounter, to, uh, to get to know the Lord on a more personal level. We can also know the Lord through other people, through retreats. Um, The Acts retreat is a great opportunity. The men just had their Acts retreat. And uh, through each other, they're able to encounter the Lord in that way, to be won over, to have that relationship with God. And there are other retreat opportunities as well. And there's a women's acts retreat that will be coming up, I believe, um, this fall. But I could be mistaken about that, so check your bulletin. Um, But when we are in relationship with the Lord, when we are won over for the Lord... Then we can have this peace that we hear about in our gospel passage, being at peace with the Lord. When we're apart from the Lord, there can be a restlessness. Um, 
a feeling of emptiness or a void. And God wants us to be in relationship with him. And so it's important for us to be won over. And once we make that decision to be a follower of Christ, where we're choosing to pray on a regular basis each day, when we're regularly participating in the sacraments and pursuing this relationship with God, it's important that we are being built up, that we are with other people in community, being accompanied, so that together we can grow closer to God. There's a reason why he gave us a church. It's not just personal, individual relationships, but we're a part of a community so that together we can draw closer to the Lord. We're blessed here at ICD to have small faith-sharing groups that are available. Uh, Jan Untreiner and uh, Barb Morgan can help you find a small group to join, a community where you can talk about the faith and, and grow. There are Bible study opportunities as well by our focus missionary, Amanda Mannion, We're getting a second focus missionary coming in August. Uh, So more opportunities for growth and being built up in the faith. Um, But you don't need to go to one of these official groups. You can start to talk about your faith life with your close friends. Um, The people who you know, who you know love you and care about you. You can talk about Jesus with them and your relationship with Jesus. Um, In order for us to really be built up and be a part of the community, it's important for us to be vulnerable with these other people, to be open and honest. Sometimes when we're with other Catholics, like we're embarrassed about where we are in our own faith life, and so we'd rather just not talk about it because we want other people to assume we're holier than we actually are. But that actually prevents us from further growth. It's important for us to be honest with each other, the people that we're close with, about our struggles and our challenges, because everybody has them. Everybody has those difficulties of following the Lord, and when we're open with each other, we can help each other work through those struggles. So it's important for us to be built up, to be a part of a community, and to be accompanied by other people in our faith journey. There's also great resources on formed.org, the parish here, ICD has already paid for it, so you can just sign up and you'll have access to a great number of resources on formed.org. You would sign up as a parishioner of ICD Parish, make sure you find our parish, and uh, it'll be completely free. There's all sorts of things on there, including Catholic movies, there's children's TV shows on there, there's uh, all sorts of resources to teach you about the faith, audio books and video series. Um, And all of it is available to you for free. All you have to do is sign up on formed.org. And you'll have these great resources to help you grow and to be built up in the faith. And then lastly, once we are built up, continuously encountering the Lord, for us to go out and share that good news, that joy with other people. This is perhaps the most terrifying of the three different uh, parts of evangelization. Actually talking to other people about Jesus Um, and sharing them, trying to help others grow in their relationship as well. Evangelization is a a big part of the All Things New initiative, and they have resources on their website. There's six videos called Evangelization 101 on the All Things New website to give you a sense of what actually is evangelization and what are some basic aspects of it. There are a multitude of additional resources on that website as well including Revive Parishes, which is an online course with nationally known speakers talking about evangelization and how to share the faith with other people. But additionally, here at ICD, we currently have the Ananias program taking place. So Pat Herbst is leading this program, 
uh, which teaches people how do we talk to each other about Jesus? How do we share this good news with other people? Uh, there is more information about the Ananias program in the bulletin um, so that you can learn how to share the faith. There's an interesting statistic that only 0.6% of Catholics believe that they know what to do and how to evangelize. 0.6%. So a lot of people feel ill-equipped to be able to share the good news. These resources help us learn how to do that. How do we talk to other people about Jesus? How do we help them grow in the faith? So I encourage all of you to... Uh, to live out this life of evangelization, to continuously be won over and encountering the Lord, to be built up in community, and to share the good news with others, and learning how to do so by taking advantage of some of these resources. Our ultimate goal is heaven, to be with God forever. Having that joy of being with the Lord is something that should lead us to want to share that with other people. And so it's important for us to learn how to do that. And we can do that with all of these great resources available to us. In some ways, all of these things can be found in our celebration of the Mass. Jesus truly becomes present here at the altar in the Eucharist. A great opportunity for encounter with the Lord. If we are open, if we are searching, if we are desirous, we can meet the Lord and be refreshed by Him. We can be built up by the community. We're gathered here together already here at Mass. We can share the good news with each other. We can talk about our own experiences here at Mass afterwards. And at the very end of Mass, with the dismissal, it's not just Mass is over and now go back and ignore Jesus in the rest of your life and the week. No, it's we're being sent out on mission. We are being filled with this grace and this love and this mercy of God here at Mass, and we're take that with us into all aspects of our lives when we leave. So we, at every liturgy, at every Mass, we have the opportunity for each of these stages to be won over, to be built up, and to be sent out to share the good news and draw as many people as possible to heaven. So let us take a moment now to reflect upon where each and every one of us are in our own personal journey and how we can continue to grow in our ability to evangelize and share the good news with others as we prepare to meet our Lord Jesus Christ in the most holy Eucharist.